topic which is not talked about very much in church, and that is sin. Sin is something we all battle with, trusting God for victory that comes through His Holy Spirit. Here are 10 thoughts on sin. Number 10, the wages of sin are apt to include a lot of overtime. Number 9, you don't have to institute a lawsuit in order to collect the wages of sin. Number 8, God may forgive your sins, but your nervous system won't. Number 7, the wages of sin are the only wages that are not subject to income tax. Number six, inflation has infected everything except the wages of sin. Number five, the wages of sin are always paid on time. Number four, we're not punished for our sins, but we're punished by our sins. Number three, confess your sins, not your neighbors. Number two, confessing your sins is not substitute for forsaking them. And number one, a real Christian is horrified by his own sins as much as he is by his neighbor's sins. The thought for today is that sometimes the price that is paid for your sin is paid for by someone else. For example, Jeroboam was an evil king of Israel, the northern kingdom. He had a son who walked with the Lord. Unfortunately, the son got sick and died. The Bible says it was because of Jeroboam's sin that the child died. Point. Our sins can affect the righteous ones around us. Be careful how you walk. Someone else may pay the price for your sin. Here's the story from 1 Kings chapter 14. At that time, Abijah, son of Jeroboam, became ill, and Jeroboam said to his wife, Go disguise yourself so you won't be recognized as the wife of Jeroboam. Then go to Shiloh. Ahijah the prophet is there, the one who told me that I would be king over the people. Take ten loaves of bread with you, some cakes and a lot of honey, and go, with, and go to him. He will tell you what will happen to the boy. So Jeroboam's wife did what he said and went to Ahijah's house in Shiloh. Now Ahijah could not see His sight was gone because of his age. But the Lord had told Ahijah, Jeroboam's wife is coming to ask you for about her son, for he is ill, and you are to give him such and such an answer. When she arrived, she will plead to be someone else. She will pretend to be someone else. So when Ahijah heard the sound of footsteps at the door, he said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. Why this pretense? I I have been sent to you with bad news. Go tell Jeroboam that this is what the Lord says, the God of Israel says. I raised you up from among the people and appointed you ruler over my people Israel. I tore the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to you. But you have not been like my servant David, who kept his commands and followed me with all his heart, doing only what was right in his eyes. Now here's the problem. Verse 9, you have done more evil than all that lived before you. You have made for yourself and other gods idols made of metal. You have aroused my anger and turned your back on me. Because of this, now here's the key, I'm going to bring disaster on the house of Jeroboam. I will cut off from Jeroboam every last male in Israel, slave or free. I will burn up the house of Jeroboam as one burns dung until it is all gone. Dogs will eat these belongings to Jeroboam who die in the city, and the birds will feed on those who die in the country. The Lord has spoken. Here's the point. As for you, go back home. When you set foot in the city, the boy will die. All Israel will mourn for him and bury him. He is the only one belonging to Jeroboam who will be buried, because he is the only one in the house of Jeroboam who the Lord, the God of Israel, has found anything good. The people who paid the price for Jeroboam's sin were, first of all, every last male in Israel, slave or free. From verse 10 and from verse 12, the boy, Jeroboam's son, will die because of Jeroboam's sin. What's the point? Be careful how you walk and and by what sins you are tempted. Your sin may be paid for by someone else. It is true that we're responsible and judged for our own sin, but the effects of our sin can be felt by others. 
When a man commits adultery, his family suffers the consequences. When someone gets caught in a financial wrongdoing and he's exposed, the family can suffer the shame. If a person cheats in a business deal and gets a business deal and gets exposed, the family can also suffer and be ashamed to go out of the house. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 28 says, "If one part suffers, every part suffers." Christians are connected throughout the body of Christ, and my sin can affect you. You are not responsible for my sins, but you may feel the effect of my sin. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10 says, "For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ." so that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. In conclusion, we have to be careful in assigning judgment for our sin from the Old Testament perspective. We live under the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, but sin still has to be dealt with. The Bible teaches us several things about sin. It is true that our sins are our responsibility, but our sins can affect those we love and those that we are connected to. The Bible teaches us that first, sin is powerful and harms our relationships with God and others. Second, we're all responsible for our own sin. Third, our sin can affect the well-being of other people. Thankfully, there's good news. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thankfully, we have a sin-forgiving Savior who went to the cross in our place. Confess your sins today and keep your relationship with God strong and clean. Both you and those around you will be blessed. Amen. Let's pray. Father, forgive us of our sins, both hidden and obvious ones that we commit. We, we thank you for this verse from 1 John chapter 9, that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. Lord, give us clean hands and a pure heart, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.